0: Hello everyone, I'm Jason Hall and welcome to the second episode of Ramblings from Nowhere. Before we get started, I've got a couple of announcements to make. First up, Derek had to step away from the podcast, but will be popping up from time to time. I'd like to thank him for all the help and guidance that he gave me as I started this new adventure. Without him, this couldn't have happened. That being said, I'd like to welcome my new co-host, Mr. Clay Dotson.
1: Clay and K. Derek and Derek went back to his home world, what? <laughs> oh. Hey, yeah, yeah, my name's Clay Dotson, and uh, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say, because it's kind of hard to kind of talk about yourself when you're put on the spot.
0: How long have we known each other now, Clay? Uh,
1: 2001, maybe? No,
0: 2000. 2000. it was
1: 2000, because
0: that's when I moved to Cookville. The second time. We had that remedial math class? Well, no. <laughs> Don't you remember? The first time we met was um, at, at the theater. theater. Uh, right. We were both being right, interviewed right. the same day. Yeah. And then the rest is history from there. Long <laughs> Rem- story. Remedial that. math
1: class at Tech. Fun stuff. We're supposed to sound <laughs> smart. Don't do that kind of stuff. We <laughs> bring it up past. So what are we are going to talk about today? So, uh, well,
0: we're going to talk about a few things here and there. Uh, so what's been happening with you this week? Anything exciting?
1: Uh, nothing really. Just uh, been playing Xbox and just keeping a low profile. Been playing a bunch of Halo for some reason. I've just been very nostalgic and been reading. Uh, been reading the Dune series, which has been crazy. And I, for some reason, I've gotten back into collecting comic books. So, we, it happens. Too,
0: we, we've both been bitten by the uh, same bug, and it's the X-Men bug. Ah! Uh,
1: so. X-Men was my first love yeah. since, like, fourth grade, and I haven't collected in so many years. And now it's like seeing a long-lost love, you know?
0: I think that's what um, that's what really started our friendship, I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, video games and comic books and movies, of course. But Oh, really yeah. I, I think it was comic books more than anything, and X-Men <laughs> in particular. So yeah. It was a... It was a good time, Uh, and now it's crazy. Now, before we even talk about this, uh, I have not read all of the new uh, Powers of X. I've got two issues left. I'm about halfway through issue, uh, what number is this? Number two on Powers of X. Did you read House of X 2? Yes. Yes, I did. And it... it Dang, game changer. It, it changes everything. Well, you know, really so far, I think uh, every issue has changed everything. Yeah. So, uh, it's crazy. And I'm right now, the craziest thing is I'm sitting here looking at a stack of comic books, and I haven't looked at a stack of comic books in <laughs> years. I mean, you know, I-, I, still, I still read some digital, quite a bit, actually, uh, mainly through Prime, because, you know, they got the, the Prime thing, so you can get them for free. So yeah. I'll catch up on stuff from, you know, time to time. But uh, right now, I'm looking at a giant stack. And today, I took my daughter with me. It's the first time she's been to a comic shop. and uh, Nice. It, it brought tears to my eyes. I said, do you want to go to the comic shop? She said, yes. And I want to buy a comic book. And my <laughs> wife laughed at me. And my daughter got really excited. So not What only did I she get? Her, like, the most violent comic she, book there? No. No, she wanted a bunch of toys. <laughs> but then she found... Uh, Uh, Snow White and the Seven Drawers, one through three, issues one through three. So we've got that going. And then there's a new uh, Captain Marvel series because she loves Captain Marvel. Um, What was it called? It's just Captain Marvel. It's Marvel action, and I think it's geared towards younger readers, but I haven't really looked at it yet, so we'll see how that goes.
1: I was going to say, I don't even know what I would tell a kid to start reading. I mean, I started reading, like, X-Men, like, when I was in fourth grade, and that was like that Jim Lee art on the uh, X-Men 1, you know, the best-selling comic comic book of all time. Oh, I know. But but we'll see how it goes. Um, We've
0: read a few, you know, My Little Pony, that kind of thing, Uh, just because, you know, we love My Little Pony, of course. (laughs) And uh, we'll see how it goes. And she loves Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman, of course, which I'm all for uh so it, it's gonna be fun you know because growing up it was just me and my brother and we he never did like comic books and me and my friends did but like it was you know i've, I've never really had the chance to uh, really introduce somebody to comic books at least not that i can remember which may be given my age but still
1: I'm actually doing that with my brother. I told him about the uh, whole House of X, and you know, all the comics come with that free digital code. So I've just let him log in, and he's been reading it, and he's actually been very interested in it. So it's a really good starting point for for anybody, really. I think. I mean, I, I guess you might need to know some stuff about the X Men, but really, it's just a really fun book to read right now.
0: Well, you know, the, the they give a good, even though it changes everything. Like we said, it still gives a good backstory on what has happened previously. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it mm-hmm. go in depth, but it gives you an idea of what's happened beforehand, at least what I've read so far. So um, I'm I'm digging it. It's really good.
1: And the art. I don't even know who these artists are since I I've been see. out of the game. Man, I have no Beautiful. idea who
0: artists are anymore. I mean, you know, Jim Lees and stuff, notwithstanding, but like uh, – Nowadays, it's just like, who are all these? I know the writers, and of course, we both know Jonathan Hickman, so yeah, it's gonna be good. Anything else happening?
1: Uh, not really, man. All so, right. I'm ready to what's yeah. next?
0: Let's dive into some uh, news. Um, so I went back through, as you know, this week and I pulled us a few fun little headlines, but then uh, the internet broke yesterday, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, the internet broke. Uh, we had two huge things drop. Uh, first is probably the biggest, um, the Spider-Man leaving the Marvel Cinematic
1: Universe news. A breakup, man. It's like uh, you see two friends that you know are so meant to be, and they break up when you're just sitting there like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Well, you know, for me, um, it hurt. It really did because um, – this is the this Spider-Man is just, like, they've hit it, like, right on the head. It's just so good. Uh, have you seen Far From Home yet?
1: Yeah, I watched it. Okay. I still haven't seen Homecoming for some reason,
0: though. It's good. Both of them are good. Um, and Tom Holland, I think, is, for me, I think I may have said this last week, um, he is my, no, well, anyway, he's my Spider-Man of choice. And, you know, I love the Raimi ones. I mean, that's what brought Spider-Man in. But um, Poor Andrew
1: Garfield gets no respect. <laughs> uh, rightly,
0: so. rightly so. And that's not knocking Andrew Garfield. That's knocking uh, bad Spider-Man movies.
1: Yep, um, I agree. I, can't uh, be- I just remember watching The Amazing Spider-Man, the second one, and just being so, ugh. how they. I mean, they wanted to go for shock with the whole Gwen Stacy stuff. Yeah. But I just I don't know I just didn't feel like the the like I guess the the charisma between the two leads it was Emma Stone right yeah played Mary or played Gwen Stacy yeah but yeah um, I just didn't feel it between them but I really feel it though between Tom and Zendaya though I really think it's cute and I also like the fact they didn't have to read have to do another reboot of we we know we already know the origin story. You don't have to know, you know, it's just Uncle Ben again. Man. Who's going to play Uncle Ben? Uncle Ben's going to die.
0: You know, that's like, one of the smartest things they did when they when they brought this all out. We don't need that rehash. Um, we've all seen it a million times now, so what's the point in bringing it? Let's just bring him in like they did in Civil War and roll from there. Um, I, 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 the, the Zendaya one, um, I was kind of iffy at first. I liked her in the first one, but, man... The chemistry in the in Far From Home, it, it's it's dead on, mm-hmm. uh, and I like Zendaya; she's a really good actress. Um, so I'm pretty disappointed in this. You know, Sony has already said that they're going to continue, and I read today that Tom Holland has one more; he's he's obligated to one more flick, and then. Um, but the director, uh, whose mind whose name has just slipped my mind all of a sudden. John Watts, I believe, has right. he's completed his. So I don't know how Sony can go on with this. <laughs>
1: we well, you know, think they have such great with, properties like with. Mobius to fall back on. Like who cares? Well, who cares right. about Mobius? I don't care. He's I don't think anyone li- else really he's can a care. Vampire. So you know. Um, but if Marvel were to do a Mobius movie, you I that mean, that. it was. would be yeah. Dead. It would sell out. It'll sell out.
0: Well, now Derek and I talked last week about Venom, and the you know never still, watched, still I, ain't I, watched it. Explain, well, again, I'll say this: I've tried to watch it multiple times, and I fall asleep every time I watch it. So if that tells you anything, and like I said last week, I like Tom Hardy. Um, I think he's a great actor. Um, I like the Venom character. I don't like the good Venom character. I like uh, the villain. I'm not real mm-hmm. big on the anti-hero 90s, you know, Venom. Uh, I don't know where they'll go. I mean, you have still have Tom Holland, yes, but, like, you have n- no backstory. Everything that you that has been established up to this point, and this is on Marvel's side, too. I mean, you know, they put a lot of uh, uh, continuity building into his character alone, and... You know, all of it's out the window on both sides. So yeah,
1: and having and having Tony Stark come in and be like a surrogate, yeah. you know, Uncle Ben yeah. to to Peter Parker's character. Um, yeah, I mean they they really did a good job fitting him in. You know, such short notice. But you know, I, they, I think the next movie is like in 2023. I'm pretty sure there's plenty enough time. And I think the whole issue is what between Kevin Feige and a producer credit or something. And I think Sony has been, I guess they've got their PR people out right now trying to get ahead of it and just say, hey, you know, we're, you know, really upset that, you know, Kevin is going to move on to some other things. You know, they give him his just dessert or just respect, whatever. But, yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure they're going to find a way to keep them in the same universe. It'd be it's, dumb not to.
0: It's all he said, she said. I mean, you know, we've seen it before. I think... Uh, I hope, in the long run, that we'll uh, we'll see cooler heads prevail, as they say, and um, they'll come back together, because it's too big a moneymaker for both of them, you know? Yeah, so, I agree. Well, okay, maybe not on the Marvel side, after seeing all the stuff, but still, I mean, you know, you grossed over one billion on this one, so...
1: Man, Marvel, Marvel's so good at just pulling, like, the most random, you know, D-list characters. I mean, next they're going to have, like, the Jack-o'-lantern, the old uh, Spider-Man D-list. Was it Jack-o'-lantern, yes. right? Yeah. D-list. I would think he was even E-list villain. Yeah. Just a dude with a flaming pumpkin on his it? That's what someone's yeah.
0: going to be resorted to using, I mean, you know. Of course
1: now. <laughs> Can't wait to go watch that new uh, Flaming Pumpkinhead guy movie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I've slept through it, so I haven't seen this. But you know, Woody Woody Harrelson was at the end was at the stinger at the end of Venom, as uh, Cletus Cassidy. So, and you know that I was, would make a yeah,
1: good Cletus yeah. Cassidy. That would be a very good Cletus Cassidy. I could again, see that. Again, we're rehashing,
0: but like I told Derek last week, um, you know, Woody Harrelson, all the uh, uh, natural born killers, you've got yeah, it. that's gold. Oh right yeah, there. So, that'd be perfect. You know, we'll see how it goes. But, anyway, rolling off that news, which, you know, kind of blew my mind. Well, it didn't kind of, it did. Then comes the uh, Matrix
1: 4 announcement. What? I was like, what? Like, so they've got, they've got Neo and uh, Trinity and, well, I
0: read coming back. Thing, I read another thing that said that uh, uh, all the main cast that didn't die would be back. Blah, blah, blah. Well, they
1: also so. said. I also heard a rumor that they're hunting for a young Morpheus. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Who knows? I, I don't know what to think. I don't know where they're gonna go. I mean, it's, I think it'd be interesting. I haven't um, watched. Um, I haven't watched
0: any of the Matrix movies in years.
1: Well, the second, third ones do not hold up well on well, Blu-ray. Well, like the better the yeah. definition, high definition of TVs. In yeah. uh, quality one night, dude, the, the second one with the fight where he fights like, you know, the 1,000 uh, agents, yeah. whatever. Ugh, which you can tell awesome it's so fake. Time, which was oh, it was, it was cool, sure. It's still
0: cool, but like, you can, that, that, those special effects have aged poorly. But
1: Except actually, for the first movie. I don't think, you know, I think the first yeah, movie no, is no, I'm perfect. About,
0: I'm talking 2 and 3. Yeah. But 2 and 3, now, I said this, I think on the Facebook page, um, I like 2. I mean, story-wise, it's not the greatest thing in the world. But, man, the action scenes, you know, sequences were great. Man, that three-way mm-hmm. scene was just ridiculous. I, again, that's me not having watched it in years. Um, I thought that Trinity died at the end of three. But, she did. Uh, that's Okay, so I'm not losing my mind.
1: No, she did. I She's dead. Thought, I think they were all. Uh, did Morpheus? I think Morpheus is dead too, isn't he?
0: She got impaled when her and Neo crashed that whatever it was they were in, right? Am I thinking? I right? think so. So man, I don't
1: know. It's been so yeah. long. So the doubt, watch those doubt on
0: that is, you know, she didn't actually die. I guess. Yeah. I need to. I, I guess I'll have to go back and watch them. Um, but. I don't know what to think. I, I don't know if I'm excited. Uh, I think I'm more questioning than anything when it comes to this. It's, uh it, it, it just, I never, you know, I've heard rumors for years that they were going to do this, but then just out of the blue, you know, they dropped that news, so.
1: And only one of the Wachowski sisters
0: is yes. going to direct it? And, uh, and Sorry, uh, I guess it's, Lana, it's already written. Lana Wachowski, or is it, I guess it's Lana. I don't know if she goes yeah Lana or lana but i want to say lana so she's writing and directing so we'll see what happens
1: i just have no idea i mean well i guess also one of the best things that came out of the matrix though was the uh, the matrix bullet anime time. stuff bullet time well bullet time too but the animated matrix stuff man bullet that was some Animatrix. really cool i
0: remember watching at the theater and uh it was uh it, it was awesome that's good stuff
1: so, but I don't know if I'm just as pumped about it, though. That's the thing. I mean, sure, I guess for nostalgia's sake. If I watch it, I don't know if I'll actually go to the theater to watch it. I mean, well, I guess I have to see a trailer and all that stuff, too. But, I mean, there's nothing really says I'm... Well, I don't know. Then again, Keanu Reeves owns the world right now. Keanu like, Keanu is, Reeves literally uh, is a walking wow. Jesus. He can do no wrong.
0: Did, well, you know, we were together watching E3 when he come out for that Cyberpunk 2077 and the crowd lost their mind. Oh, um, the dude can do no wrong right now. And I love Keanu Reeves. So I have no problem with it. Uh, you know they're filming Bill and Ted Three right now. Uh, John Wick. I've gotta go back and watch
1: those movies. By the way, so so God. Fun. That's nice. So
0: was it awesome. station, but, station, yeah. Station. Yeah. station. It was. Uh, it was good stuff. So we'll sorry, see. A, I'm excited. Getting off topic. You're all right. It, it happens. Trust me. <laughs> and it'll happen more and more. So we'll see what happens. I am, I guess, as I always say when it comes to this stuff, cautiously optimistic with what we're going to see. I'm, I'm with you. Hey, I, I need a trailer or something beforehand. Yeah. So. What was you gonna say? I gotta
1: tell you, I gotta tell you something randomly. I was playing on Xbox today, and you know the beauty the beauty about playing online is people's ridiculous names. I literally was had someone on my team called Love Actually, like the movie, the really crappy British yeah. rom com. Hugh Grant. You know Yeah, Hugh Grant and an ensemble cast. And I just thought like who who in their right mind is like, Well I'm gonna sign up to Xbox Live and uh, I'm what's my name gonna be? Love Actually. And I'll I was like, I'll "It's brilliant."
0: Say, I'll say this: probably my two all-time favorite uh, Xbox Live names have been uh, Bromo Cop and, uh, <laughs> and
1: Bill Bro Baggins. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Bill, Bill Bro Baggins is another. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we were
0: playing that night when when he that he was playing, and like any time he killed somebody, you know, it would pop up. And everybody would be like, Bill, bro, Baggins.
1: And <laughs> the only thing, you could every time I was playing tonight, though, I was playing Halo, and uh, every time Love actually, you know, got a kill, it say Love actually killed whatever, and I always think about that crappy part where dude's, you know, in love with the, his friend's girlfriend, whatever, and he, you know, has those signs, creepily, and everybody's like, that's so romantic, I'm like, no, that's creepy, and he's also, like, a terrible friend. Like, you're hitting on your dude's girl. I think that's how it went, right? Or maybe it's been so long since so I've watched Love Actually, yeah, but let's,
0: let's not deep dive into Love Actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> right, on to the next that one, on the a, next that'll one, that'll be a I'm bonus ahead. episode.
0: Okay, Love Actually. Yeah. or we can just do a podcast, the Love
1: Actually podcast, because <laughs> we're gonna do we're gonna do a five parter on Love Actually. <laughs> <laughs> well.
0: Luckily, segue, I think uh, I think the only people are going to listen to it is
1: like my mom and maybe some of her <laughs> close friends. That'll be it. So,
0: <laughs> seguing from there, segueing from there, uh, <laughs> let's move into a little bit of follow-up news from last week. Uh, Derek and I had talked about Disney Plus, and they had just announced their pricing, which was six ninety-nine, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, this week. Uh, they confirmed, this is per deadline by the way, Disney confirmed, uh, Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus bundle for $12.99 a month. Uh, they followed through with their promise to offer a bundle of its streaming services. Uh, it would roll, and they don't have a, well, I guess it'll roll out at the same time. Uh, I, I'm down for this. Um. Were you looking at Disney Plus in the first place? I'm going to assume you were, just because, uh, like me, you have all streaming
1: services under the sun. So. Um, yeah. I mean, just because, you know, Disney is buying up everything. And it's it's kind of scary to think about. I mean, they literally bought up Marvel and bought up Star Wars, and the, and then now they've got Fox. So now they've got the rights to, like, what, Avatar and a bunch of other stuff. But, yeah, I mean, to be able to watch Star Wars on the go and stuff like that, um, you know, and all the Marvel movies, I mean, yeah. I'm out. But I don't think – I don't really care about ESPN or Hulu, to be honest. My might is just the six ninety
0: nine. Well, for me, uh, this bundle makes me want it more. Uh, the ESPN, I'm with you, it's not really – that's just throw-in stuff. That would probably actually be more for my wife because you'll get the SEC network, you know, all the sports stuff and all that. And what it does, it, 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 now this is just the basic Hulu and I think it's the, and it's not the ad supported, if I remember right, I don't have it right in front of me. I think it's the, uh, non-ad supported Hulu. So that is a plus, but if I can switch, if I can, uh, bump up to Hulu, Li- the Hulu live, um, this is a definite, I'll probably do this anyway, but if I can get rid of, uh, whatever, it's, it was DirecTV now, but they just switched it over to AT&T something, something, I can't remember, but if I can do that and get rid of the AT&T one, it's uh, definite, and I, yeah, I know I'd be playing, it, paying a little bit more, I'm sure, but I, I'm for it, I'm like you, I mean, you know, you get all your Marvel and your, uh, Star Wars and, Disney movies for me. I mean, you know, we. This is a house of Disney, so I'm excited.
1: Uh, I, for one, welcome our mouse overlords. <laughs> it's happening.
0: Um, this has been two episodes in a row that are uh, pretty much Disney centric. When you think about it, I mean, uh, news-wise, they dominate right now, especially. And D23 is this weekend, if I remember right.
1: Mm, I'm hoping for a new Star Wars trailer. Oh, they better I'm they sure better drop that.
0: To, well, I'm sure you're going to. Um, and you're going to see more on The Mandalorian and blah, blah, blah.
1: So, um, I did see something, though, where they're kind of trying to pair it with charter communications with about some stuff but a lot of it's to kind of crack down on people sharing accounts
0: yes yeah, which
1: that if too. i'm correct the ceo of netflix you know kind of encourage it saying you know we don't want to sit – i mean you know they're going to well, i think they yeah. keep down to five people with netflix but you know they encourage that family sharing you know they want people well, to be able to do that yeah. they feel like it's kind of anti consumerist which i i do agree
0: well i mean i we have netflix and I share it with my in-laws. Um, you know, I, I don't have no problem sharing it. I hope they don't cut its legs out from under it. It's nice to be able to let my daughter go over to their their house and stay and be able to watch her shows, you know, and not have to worry about them having to pay a subscription for just her because they don't use it. Often enough to warrant having that subscription. So we'll see. Um, so if you get this, I asked Derek or Derek we talked about it last week. He said he could drop Netflix. Would you be willing to drop Netflix?
1: Well, I'm. I guess I'm lucky, man. My mom has got me, my brother, and my sister on hers, so I don't really pay for it. The only thing I really pay for is HBO Now. And if you and probably in the entire state realize they probably have my login because I've given it out, and uh, and I think I've got Hulu, but that's with someone else because we traded off, and so you know I I really just only pay for HBO now, and that's it. So, but yeah, I will definitely break down and get
0: hypothetically then. If you if would you would you miss Netflix?
1: Yeah, screw Netflix. I, I don't really, I mean, there's nothing else to Netflix, I mean, Stranger Things, that's great, you know, um, maybe a handful of the shows, Black Mirror, uh, that's that's a good show, but, I don't know, I feel like Netflix is going to die out in the next couple, I don't know, maybe five, seven years, maybe, I, but I don't know, I mean, they've, they've got so much money in this to, you know, come up with their own regular programming,
0: Well, been- and
1: they're gonna lose Friends. They're gonna lose The Office.
0: Yeah, don't talk about Friends. I'm already rewatching it again. I've already watched The well, Office.
1: But- gross! Gross! Just go watch Seinfeld. It was the better show.
0: Well, you can't because it's not on Netflix. You have to have Hulu. Well, it's
1: on Hulu, which is fine. I'm glad to do that. But
0: hey. Well, when you look at it though, um, you know they've been future proofing for a long time now. Uh, you know they drop. They they don't carry as many. Studio movies they used to. They carry their right. own. You know, it's all about their shows. I like their shows. Um,
1: Man, that, Netflix is home to like a thousand comedy specials from yeah. just random people. Well, you know, I have just, no idea who they are. They just did the
0: the first trailer drop for the Dave Chappelle one this week.
1: The next yep, Dave Chappelle
0: special. So you got that. You got, for me, Glow, uh, Mindhunter. How is Glow? I've never watched it. Oh, it's so good. We'll be talking about I haven't got to watch it yet. Um, one of our regular listeners, uh, Justine, was asking, and I recommended it wholeheartedly. Um, regular
1: listeners after one episode? Well, <laughs> yes, she is. Hey, it's all good. Shout out to her then. Um, glow
0: is it, it's better than any wrestling show on. And I watch a lot of wrestling. No, I take that back. I used to watch a lot of wrestling. I'm pretty put out with it, but I won't dive down that hole. So we'll see. I'm excited. Like I said, if I can get the 1290, if I can get the Hulu Live in that bundle, I'm I'm all for it.
1: It's so funny how, like, everybody wanted, like, a la carte from cable companies or dish companies, and yet things are kind of like... (laughs) Now we've got, like, these different gangs, you know, with the Hulu gangs, and you've got CBS is going to be doing their own thing, NBC doing their own thing, you know. It's
0: it's like the NBC Universal one is getting ready to drop, HBO Max, which we talked about. It's like mm -hmm. I said last week, you know, back in the day, you got cable. If you had cable or DirecTV, Dish Network, whatever, you were paying, I think, basic was probably around $100, probably more, actually. But anyway, if you add up all of your different uh, packages, you're you're paying about the same. You're not saving money by cord cutting. So, you know, it's at that point. Are you going to sign up for all these other ones just for like Friends? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sign up. As much as I love Friends, I'm not going to sign up for the NBC Universal just for Friends.
1: Right. But they're gonna have the Office as well, though, correct? I
0: mean, I'm sorry, the, I, the Office is what I meant. Um, Friends is going to uh, the HBO Max one, the Warner Brothers. Gosh, one. I can't
1: keep up with everybody, it's, man. It, it's so hard
0: to keep up. But you know, I'm not going to sign up for. I'm not signing up for HBO Max either. Uh, I have HBO. Now? I feel like
1: all these uh, companies are like the the gangs from the Warriors. You remember the movie The Warriors? Yeah. Actually, I watched that with you. They,
0: um, well, <laughs> you know, they all see what Netflix did, and they're trying to capitalize. And the market's gonna be oversaturated, and you're gonna see people fall. I don't. I don't personally think Netflix will. I think they're ingrained enough now that you know people are gonna stick with them. The mar- losing Marvel's gonna hurt, but I can, we'll see. HBO is going to be a power player in it. I mean, you know, you're looking at HBO, Warner Brothers movies, TV shows, all that. So, we'll see. It'll be interesting.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh,
0: So, anyway, because, you know, Disney is the topic of the hour as always. Um, Next up, uh, per variety, Ewan McGregor to return as Obi-Wan Kenobi in Disney Plus series. And, you know, we've heard talks about this for a long time. Uh, They say he's only in talks. No other details on the potential series were available. McGregor, of course, previously played characters in the Star Wars prequels, which will not be mentioned again. There have been (laughs) talks for years that McGregor would return in an Obi-Wan standalone film, but those plans were reportedly put on hold following the unsuccessful rollout of Star Wars standalone film Solo. Um, So... Are you excited? Hell
1: yeah. Point. Hell yeah, man. Obi-Wan Kenobi, he was so badass. I mean, it's, gosh. And you and McGregor did a great job. He did.
0: Well, you know, when all the talk about um, that movie was, at, was out there after Solo, and I can't remember who it was. They had actually, somebody was in talk to direct and everything. I was all about it. Um, I think Ewan McGregor, his Obi-Wan was the best thing about those prequels by a long shot. <laughs> Which, yes, I know, isn't saying much. But, uh, I know. have the
1: high ground, Anakin! <laughs> but
0: I think... Uh, I think it's... Uh, I, I, I think people want to know about that time period between... Episode three and Episode four, it it it's something that people want to know about.
1: But I just want to see. I mean, I just think you Yemaguri do such a great job as everyone. I don't know exactly know where to go with this. I think it's a good thing they're going to put this on TV because I mean Disney's going to fork out all the money to make all these shows. I mean they've already doing that with the Mandalorian right now, right? I think it's like a fifteen million dollar budget per episode. Yep. Um. And it's it's going to be interesting to see how the Mandalorian does, and and to see who's uh, who's directing that. John Favreau. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, John Favreau. He, well, I feel pretty good he's about it.
0: Show, he's showrunner. Showrunner. Well, sure, I feel good about doing that. Then I'm sure he's probably directed at least the first episode. I don't know. I can't speak to that. But uh, and again, we'll probably see our first look at it, and we'll probably hear more about the Obi Wan uh, stuff at D23. I'm assuming, along with,
1: uh, just have no idea what story-wise what they're going to do. I mean, obviously he's not. It's going to be on Tatooine.
0: It's yeah. It's going to be said in between. I mean, you know, it has to be. So, um, I heard rumblings that uh, Darth Maul would be involved.
1: Recreating that stuff from uh, was it Rebels?
0: Well, there was the Rebel stuff, and then of course you know it in Solo. You know, he was brought back. So, if they build on that, I don't know if they'll just Solo become a a thing left unsaid along with the prequels. But for me, Solo was a better Star Wars movie than any of the prequels by a mile. So
1: I haven't. I need to go back and rewatch Solo, but it was a pleasant movie. I didn't have a lot of. I don't know. I didn't have a lot of high hopes going in, but when I watched it, it was a fun movie. It was really cool with the the cameo at the end, how they kind of try to tie that in. Um, but I thought they did a good job, and as long as going to some good writing it, you know, I watch it. It sounds like something that's going to be like set in the old, like an old Wild West Star Wars adventure with Obi Wan, probably.
0: So. so the thing is, uh, are you worried about fatigue? I mean, we're they've cut back. They cut back a lot from the output they were doing after The Force Awakens, but at the same time, we're still getting The Mandalorian, this maybe, a new Star Wars movie, the three from Rain Johnson, or Ryan Johnson, I'm sorry, and um, the three from... I'm assuming the three are still coming from Game of Thrones guys that have slipped my mind all of a sudden. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> well, um... Personally, I mean, I love Star Wars. They eat that up. And, um, no, I don't think there's any kind of fatigue. I just feel like I don't know why they went with a solo solo movie when they could have done something like a Yoda solo movie. Because we don't know anything about Yoda or maybe a Boba Fett. You know, well, I mean, I, I think that's what people really want to see.
0: That's what I was about to say. I, I, I always expected a, uh, a Boba Fett movie before a solo movie. I mean it's um, it's just begging to be made, you know. So
1: I don't know. It's like I, I I mean I want I just I just want to see new stuff. I mean as much as I love the Skywalker Saga, I just want to see other stuff. They can go a thousand years like with Nazi of the Yellow Republic, or do something far in the future, or something different.
0: I'm ready for it to end. That the, the Skywalker and I'm I'm ready for. The, this next movie and to close the book on that I'm with you uh, I look forward to what Johnson does uh, I'm in the m- minority but uh, I love The Last Jedi and uh, I like what he did and, and what he set up in that one so I'm all about it
1: supposedly Ron Johnson's trilogy is about a Tuscan Raider who it's kinda of like a, a I guess a romantic comedy He's like a shoe salesman at Mos Eisley or something, and you know hilarity ensues after that. So I don't know. I don't see what? That.
0: I, I don't see that.
1: <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch anything with Star Wars. I don't care if he's like it's like a uh, live action uh, TV show.
0: So it's kind of like a like if they did a holiday special. No, that, <laughs> that would be Arthur. Was Be Arthur in that? Yes, that, that uh, <laughs> you know had all the cast. From the movies, from the originals, and, you know,
1: Jefferson's... Was Carrie Fisher coked up at that time? Rest in peace, by the way. Uh,
0: yes, I'm, probably, but, you know, <laughs> Jefferson Starship, is, you know, you need this, yeah. and, and whatever else nonsense, which that... Chewbacca
1: son, River Roop, or whatever his name was. It's
0: so terrible. It's so terrible. <laughs> I have a VHS copy of it somewhere. Um, did we ever watch
1: that? Did, did we try no. to watch that? I no. No, I've, I've watched bits and pieces. I've never watched I had the whole gotten thing. It,
0: I, I got a bootleg copy of it at uh, a Comic Con in uh, Nashville, at the Nashville Fairgrounds, actually. And, man.
1: Yeah, and you, you haven't burned it
0: yet? It's <laughs> so hard to watch. It's so bad. I mean, like, the little clips you can see on YouTube and stuff just don't do it justice. It's terrible. Yep. It's so bad.
1: So what's the next thing you got here? Are so, you talking about the uh, the Sega Genesis Mini? Uh, yeah. That's a great segue. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm kind of interested in it. I mean, just because there's been so many other uh, so, types of yeah. third-party stuff, knockoff stuff. So,
0: so I found this interesting. Uh, Christopher Grant over at Polygon wrote an article, uh, Sega Genesis Mini Proof Sega is Ready to Take Its Legacy Seriously. And he says, uh, it really got me excited for the Genesis Mini console. Basically, it says the game library, while not exhaustive is particularly particularly well-curated survey of games. But what's unique about the Mini, however, is that for once, Sega itself is handling production duties instead of outsourcing to to the familiar, familiar—I can't read it now, Bargain bin outfit at games. Whether or not your com- your comparator is the superlative SNES classic or one of at games many disappointing Genesis clones, the Sega Genesis Mini excels at everything it seeks to do. So, I and you are huge Genesis fans, uh, mm-hmm. and I am a big fan of these mini consoles. Uh,
1: Except for the PlayStation One, I don't understand how Sony could mess that up. Well,
0: as you know, I have it as
1: well. Yes. Uh, and
0: we played it, and we had a good time with those terrible games, and they were pretty bad. It was
1: garbage. I mean, the of course Nintendo is good at anything they do. Anything they do, Nintendo's good. Even when they counted them out with the Wii U, which to me, was not a good console. They bounced back, came out with the Switch. I mean, the same thing happened after Nintendo 64. Bounced back, came out with the Wii, or excuse me, after the GameCube, and they came out with the Wii, You know, sold bundles of just Wiis out there. Uh, but Nintendo just knows their consumers. They also think they take advantage of consumers because how many times you have to rebuy games, you know, like to the digital store.
0: How many times but, do you think you have bought Super Mario World, let's just say Super Mario World. To be honest, I haven't.
1: I haven't because I'd rather play it on the Super Nintendo or maybe like a ROM, but I haven't. I mean, I've just kind of resisted that. But I mean, there's a lot of people, I and mean, that's fine. I mean, people are going to spend the money how they want to spend the money, but, you know, they need to do a better job, kind of like what Xbox is doing with their future plan of, you know, whatever you buy digitally is going to carry on through, you know, systems in the future. Um, but, but
0: they won't they won't no Nintendo no they won't they won't so are you going to get this one are you going to get the Genesis I'm going to wait for
1: you to get it and come over and play it
0: so I have one pre-ordered uh that comes out next month whether I keep that pre-order or not I haven't decided yet but uh this excites me um I love these old consoles I love having I guess I just like I think it's the collector mentality in me Uh, You know, you've seen, I've got them all setting up on my uh, TV stand right now. I um, I like being able to go back and play, if I want to play a game of Mario, uh, you know, I can go play a game of Mario. If I want to play Battle Arena Toshinden, which I probably never will again, uh, I I can go back and and play it. So, um, I'm, I'm excited and Genesis was like Genesis was my jam back in the day I'm, it was uh, I was Genesis way before uh, Super Nintendo uh, I got 10 don't yeah I got a Sega Genesis for my birthday it came out on my birthday so I got one day and date with Altered Beast in there and uh, the rest was history I was die hard Genesis so this is uh, exciting for me um, I don't have all the games in front of me right now, but, uh, I mean, you name it, if, if it was on the Genesis and it was worth it, it was it, it's probably on there. I can't think of too many that are not on that list.
1: I just wish that they, I mean, I, I think it's great that they're licensing a lot of games. I know they did that with the Mickey Mouse game. They actually reached out to Disney and were able to you know get the license for that to put on there, um, which, of course, that's just Sega going above and beyond. You know, I think they're really good at that, but um, I just don't know why they just don't come out with a console that plays retro games like that, you know, that you could add more games like a small store, but.
0: Well, I'm sure. I want uh, not know. Just like the Nintendo Mini and the SNES Mini, um, somebody will end up hacking it and letting you do that. Yeah. I, I, I can just about guarantee it. My only my only problem is, um, I think it's cool that they're going with the three button controller, but man, give me that six button controller. I could say gosh, six button uh, baby. I remember when that come out, and I had uh, Super. No, it was Street Fighter Two Champion Edition, and Hyper Fighting Edition, no, Gold Style. No, no, they only had the Champion Edition, and it had terrible voice voiceover in it because they're. Uh, that that chip, I can't remember the name of it now, was terrible. It was grainy, but man, I played that thing to death. And that that six button controller was a godsend. I loved it.
1: Man, it was I was cool. such a stupid kid. I bought like for the Super Nintendo. I bought Street Fighter Two, and then I got Street Fighter Two Turbo like the next year. And then Super Super, you know, Super Street Fighter Street
0: Fighter Two Hyper
1: Turbo Edition huh? or something. I, I never thought they would ever move on to three. and Now here we are at five. So. Well, it took him 30 years. I don't know. I've never played it because I don't have
0: a PlayStation. And <laughs> I, my PC is only good for recording podcasts. So, you know. <laughs> we'll see. There's talks of... Uh, now, I keep hearing rumbles that they're going to announce a Street Fighter 6 before too long.
1: Jeez. But it, will it be only on the PlayStation?
0: I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. I would like to play Street Fighter 5, even though it... it it was a terrible launch and blah, blah, blah. It, it, uh, from what I've heard, they've turned it around, and the game's good. But, you know, I'm not going to buy a PlayStation to play Street Fighter Five. I'm not going to buy a PlayStation in the first place. Sorry, all you PlayStation lovers.
1: I don't know. It depends on the PlayStation 5. But the thing is, I just don't have time. I mean, like in my 20s when I was like, you know, I had a PlayStation 2 and an Xbox and a GameCube. You know, I had like the Trinity at that time. No, I just don't have time. I mean, I, I would love to get that little uh, that handheld switch they're coming out with, the, the one that you can take on the go. Mm-hmm. Um, and play some of these Nintendo games, but I don't even know if I'd have time, ever. I, mean, I don't know if I'd ever play it enough, like I thought. I mean, like I th- I'd i like to think I would, because I got a 3DS a long time ago, but I hardly played that anymore. Yeah. It's pretty much done out, too. So
0: I've had numerous handhelds, and just they're hot for a minute, and then... They just end up collecting dust and yeah. they, they disappear. So I don't know. We'll see. It's uh, it, it's interesting. I will say this. I think about it. I thought about it after going through this and looking at this article. That time that you and I, when they opened a game crazy in football yeah. <laughs> God <laughs> bless man. We left the theater that day and. Went directly to our both our houses and gathered up every piece of <laughs> video game equipment that we could find and traded it in.
1: Anything that could be traded in, Before, we traded in.
0: First Sega Genesis, and I don't even the X-Man game. I don't remember how many games, but. We played it for one day, and then we took it and traded it in <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which, ironically, brings me on to something I noticed in the news, how GameStop has laid off 100 people, and they're shutting down that yeah. Game Informer magazine. Yeah. And I don't like to hear people losing their jobs, but at the same time, I just want GameStop to die, because it's just a really crappy business. Damn. I don't even like going there anymore.
0: Well, you know, digital's the... Digital's... It's the future. The future is now. I mean, you know, when's the last
1: time how you, could buy, they,
0: when's the last time you bought how, a
1: physical game? Go ahead. Uh, wow. I mean, I I buy almost everything digital. But exactly. now, I mean, they've got these game passes, you know, that there's just so much value. You just you can rent games now pretty much with a game pass on the Xbox or whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, if I do buy a game, I'm going to buy it digitally, especially if it's a game I'm going to play and go back. Like, you know, Borderlands comes out next week or next month. Um, I'll you know I still play Borderlands too. That game came out seven or eight years ago. So.
0: So yeah, you got Borderlands and Gears Five in the same day. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of games. Gears
1: a hey, Gears comes out before though. If you got that Ultimate if Pass, that Ultimate
0: Game Pass.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Oh, by the way, and then we'll move on. But if you you can go, and buy a thing of Chips Ahoy cookies right now and get uh, free content for Gears 5. Just a little PSA for everybody out there.
1: Oh, that's so nice. Did you see the uh, horror trailer for that, by the way?
0: Yeah. Well, let me take that back. I haven't watched it. I mean, I've seen pictures and stuff and read about it.
1: Ooh, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, we'll we'll waste a lot of time in that. Way too much. Well, I know, because you guys have been playing nothing but The Division and then Brandon's playing whatever random... Game that Brandon plays, and then Jesse's non-existent, so it'd be good to get some co-op action going.
0: I looked the other day, and I think my Division Two playtime is uh, hovering around nine days of game time.
1: <laughs> nine days of your life, but then again, I can't say much. If I go look at some of the like my Fallout Four or my Fallout Seventy Six when I've been when I got back into it, I'm sure it's something unholy. So.
0: It's, uh, for me, there's just like you know the summer, it's a lull and I, that game really hooked me. Uh, I, it's just good. I, it, we're at the point right now I think we kind of hit we've hit the point where we've played all the content that's available except the raid, which we can do now, but uh, we haven't. but I mean other than that, we've done pretty much everything that we can in the game until the next content drop comes. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, with big games finally starting to roll out again, uh, I'll be interested to see how much I go back to it. Because I wasn't as big on I, – I, I loved the Division, the first one, but I didn't stick with it the way I have this one. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how this one goes. Once these other games come out, am I going to go back and play these content drops and stuff that come, which they're good. The I'll say this, and we'll move on. The Expedition stuff that they added in this latest drop uh, is some of the funnest times that uh, we've had playing that game. Uh, it, it completely changes. It's not just run and gun in that. There's different stuff that you actually have to do to get it so to get through the mission. so it's nice it's i
1: don't nice know why when you change. told me that that song uh, didn't we almost have it all came just popped up in my head so you're welcome <laughs> what i don't know i'm sorry all right so we're going to talk about this uh this movie
0: next up it's uh it's main event time uh this week we're going to be going over a movie i've wanted to talk about for quite a while now uh Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Let me go over it here. Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood visits 1969 Los Angeles where everything is changing as TV star Rick Dalton and his longtime stunt double Cliff Cliff Booth make their way around an industry they hardly recognize anymore. The ninth film from the writer-director features a large ensemble cast and multiple storylines in a tribute to the final moments of Hollywood's golden age. So, what do you think of the movie?
1: That was good. I was just curious why uh, Quentin Tarantino, uh, Tarantino, excuse me, spent almost thirty-five minutes of the movie just showing pictures of Brad Pitt driving. Not pictures, but just film. Did, did you notice that at all? Uh, yeah, but, I, mean, <laughs> it, I guess it's get the
0: feel. Um, I I love this movie. Uh, the more I think about it, the more I like it. Uh, it's like I said it's one of those that I left the movie just thinking about what I just watched. And then by the time I got to my vehicle, I was ready to turn around and watch it again. And we're talking about pretty much a three hour movie. Yep. Um, from start to finish
1: well, it, it, I, I will do I was, um, I was sitting there watching it and I shouldn't have telling myself like what is it, what is it going to come to? I mean I know that you know Sharon Tate's in this movie, right?
0: You there's there's a there's yeah, a, a sense of I mean, dread. You, right, uh, because you know what's going to happen. You know what's I mean. going to happen. Right. Um I mean if, if he, you know the actual story that this is based on and really yeah the, I think the movie's yes the movie's about Rick Dalton and Cliff cliff booth but i think sharon tate uh is what holds the whole thing together um i don't think the movie it, would be as good without her in it and what he's done i know that there's some people that don't like um the way he handled it but uh, i it, it's just it's a great movie and
1: I think I will hold off on saying it's a great movie. It's a it's a fun movie to watch. I mean, I, I had fun watching it. I mean, it, then again, I was sitting there wondering like, what is this going to get to? Because you know, we have the foreshadowing. We already know what's going to happen with Sharon Tate, but you know, what does uh, you know, DiCaprio and Brad Pitt's characters have to do with the story? And that's why I kept wondering. And of course, the payoff was great. It was another. You know, I was I was very surprised that you know he went with another Inglorious
0: Bastards all- type of uh, ending. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't watched it. So, well, um, But, yeah, it really did put it on its head. And I remember I watched it with a bunch of people in Nashville. And everybody was just cheering and applauding and just, you know, very happy, you know, about the ending. And, yeah, sure. So I that think, was cool.
0: I think for me, and I, I've read this to some other people um, on the ending part of it. Um, I like, I, I like what he did. I like that, um, that last 30 minutes or so, um, I just felt this dread because I knew what was coming, you know, what's about to happen and then he flips it and you have, you have a happy ending to something that in real life was a terrible tra- tragedy, tragedy, um, it's uh, it's uh, it's great. Uh, it's in my it's in my top five, which we'll get to. But um, I think it's Tarantino to a T. I mean, if you go and look, you can see you you know it's his movie. Um, yep.
1: There's you got a checklist, Jason. You got a checklist of things. Uh, dialogue, you know, yes. just run just run on dialogue. Check. Uh, random shots of feet check, mm-hmm. you know, um, just the way he shot it, though, it's a really pretty movie, too, I mean, he really well, captures it, the, it, the 60s, it's,
0: it's, you know, Hollywood, 1969, it, it is, and, of course, you and I weren't there, but, I mean, it feels to me like what it would have been, and, you know, as always, his attention to detail is spot on, um, I felt like I was there even though probably the most annoying thing in the world happened, they didn't turn the house lights all the way down when I watched it. And it really went on my nerves. But, I mean, you know, that's neither here nor there. But, like...
1: Well, that's because you worked at the movie theater for so long. Well, I think anyone that's worked at the movie theater is going to sit there and, and pick apart part presentation of any kind of movie when you're in another movie theater.
0: So, so. Uh, what do you think of uh, DiCaprio and Pitt in this?
1: I thought they were wonderful together. Did you I mean, like, they were. Just,
0: did you like DiCaprio better than this or uh, Django Unchained? Two completely different characters, I know, but
1: uh,
0: I—I'll tell you that I like I I love Django Unchained, but um, Rick Dalton is is he's awesome. Uh, I laughed and I felt sympathy. Uh, it's. He was great in it. I, it. It's probably it's probably my favorite DiCaprio flick, I believe.
1: Um, I think I think his name was Calvin Candy. I think in uh, Django and Chain. Mm-hmm. I think I liked him better in Django and because he plays a the, I think kniving, DiCaprio. Um, yeah, he plays a good ass bro, a good a good villain. So, yeah. yeah, don't mind my language, but yeah, um, I just felt like he did a better job with that. Now. What how I don't know, I just kinda of was thinking about this. Where would I put this on all time? I think I'm gonna put it down very low because I've only watched it once. I'm gonna to have to watch it several times to kinda of get a feel for it. Because I finally got to watch Inglorious Bastards recently and I think I would put Inglorious Bastards down on my top three. I would put it up there with Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown.
0: I can't agree with that. <laughs> and I like all those movies. Uh, my number one is uh, Kill Bill. If you give me Kill Bill Volumes 1 and 2 as a whole, that's my number one. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Pulp Fiction will always be number one. Kill Bill's my number two. But um, I'm a huge fan of those um, old Asian kung fu, kung fu flicks. And, yeah. Uh, and Spaghetti Westerns. So it that movie was just... That, that's my number two and this would this is in my top five but I mean
1: don't don't say death proof I'll kill you no no because <laughs> um, I think death proof should be on everybody's last place list
0: no I don't think it's my last one I don't think um I'd have to think a little bit harder but I mean my It depends, like I've said before, it depends on what kind of mood I'm in as to what would be my favorite, other than Pulp Fiction, how my list would kind of flip-flop around, uh, because I'll put Jackie Jackie Brown in my top five any day of the week. Um, Duh! uh, I'd put this in there. And probably... Hmm... I don't know, maybe Django. I really liked it. I like the Hateful Eight, but um, I don't know.
1: It's, it's, oh, I've got it's, the Hateful Eight ranked very low as well, but to me, Dead Proof is always going to be last. But I, I've got to go back and rewatch it though, maybe, because like I said, Inglorious Bastards now it's kind of it's up there for me. I think it's just perfect.
0: I'd be the same. I haven't seen Inglorious. It's been a long time since I've watched it too, so um, it's hard to say, but uh, back to this one, uh, I did see the other day, and I did not know that Netflix, did you know they've done an extended cut
1: of The Hateful Eight? Is the it Netflix, an extended cut though? I, I didn't think it was. Yes, Are they kind of split into episodes. No, it's
0: four hours. It's a four hours. Oh, yeah. It's was this the
1: original cut that they had done at the theater a long time ago? That you know, I kind of you talking about the thought about, about going
0: the seventy millimeter cut. Yeah, yeah. I think it's even more than that. I hadn't heard of this. I didn't even realize this existed, and um, it I've got it uh, queued up in my Netflix to watch. I haven't, I don't have four hours. To I was say gonna say
1: I'll see you in thirty years. Yeah,
0: but um, there's talk that he's going to do the same thing with this one Uh, interesting I would be interested to see where he's got because I read uh, the other day there was a you know Charles Manson is only in the movie for a second right and um, they said and the guy who played him he plays it in this I can't remember his name I don't have it in front of me but he played it in this and in Mindhunters the new season of Mindhunters on Netflix oh he plays the same character yeah He plays a (laughs) young What? Yeah, and he said that when he uh, interviewed interviewed for the part with uh, Tarantino, he didn't think he was going to get it because, you know, why would he cast him to play the same part in two different things? You know what I'm saying? But um, he didn't have a problem. So he plays a young Charles Manson in this one and an old Charles Manson in The Mindhunters show. But he said they left a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor with, with Manson in it. I'd be interested to see that kind of, that stuff too. Um, the other thing I would like to see is, um, which it'll never happen. But you know, Burt Reynolds was set to play uh, the Bruce Dern character uh, at the ranch. Yeah. The old man. That was Burt. Burt Reynolds was originally cast in that, and then he died before filming ever took place
1: didn't bruce Stern die after this uh, after it was found I'm pretty sure he's dead
0: i'm not sure to be honest with you but um i, I would like to see uh, the four-hour cut just to see but but you know there's also um there's also always been talk of the uh kill bill whole bloody affair that uh, puts all all the or both volumes together and includes the michael j white scenes which are actually extras on one of the releases man they've
1: remember. been teasing that forever well, no dude Bruce Stern is still alive yeah, jesus christ well they've, ahead, actually,
0: they've actually played it at theaters before he, did they yes he owns a theater now in uh california i think it played there once It's actually it actually does exist, so it'd be interesting to see. But uh, back on this one, I I really like Brad Pitt in this movie. I thought he was uh, this could be my favorite Brad Pitt movie in quite a while. He was great, and you know they're catching a lot of flack over the Bruce Lee scene in this. Yeah, how he portrayed him, but man, that scene was. Spot on. I loved it. I was laughing out loud.
1: Oh, I laughed too. I laughed so, hard. It's pretty funny. You I mean, have to wonder if Bruce Lee really was a, uh, was kind of a dick like arrogant, that.
0: that. That arrogant. Yeah. You're like, which you know, there's been a lot of people come out and say that he wasn't like that. So I don't know. I'm not going to speculate, but uh, that scene was classic. And that dude that played uh, Bruce Lee in it, can't remember his name right now either. He was a, he was a. Then on Bruce Lee. So, we'll see. Uh, where's that at? Any other thoughts on it?
1: No, I just need to watch it a couple more times, though, to kind of soak everything up. But, I mean, for a first time viewing, yeah, it was fun. But, like I said, I was, at some point, I, mean, I think I was just tired, though, too, when I was watching it. Was three hours, and it was a little later in the night, and, um,. You know, like I said, I was like, oh, where's this getting to, you know? I mean, how's this all tied okay. together?
0: So, let's get into it. Um, let's get into the ending, because that's where it just completely goes off the rails.
1: So, okay. spoiler alert then, right?
0: Well, as I've said, we held off until the end, but um, I'm not really worried about putting spoilers in. Uh, a, a spoiler warning, we, we're just going to talk about it. Uh, but, man, that ending. You know, that sense of dread that you feel <laughs> leading up to it. And, you know, they foreshadowed a lot, you know, like yep. when they showed the... I, okay, wait a minute. Before we get into it, I would pay good money to watch some of those uh, Rick Dalton movies and shows. That they
1: are <laughs> ridiculous, man.
0: <laughs> the, the World War II one with with the flamethrower in it. Oh my gosh. I was so, like,
1: Go ahead. Yeah, so he, he spends the entire movie building up all this dread, and, you know, of course... You, you, see, know, you see the flamethrower. Manson's thrower. followers are there, yeah. You and what what's going to happen. I mean... And the fact that they all got killed and Sharon Tate lived, and it just was very happy, but you know, the it was gruesome. It, it, yeah. But...
0: It's not only the
1: it's it's the way
0: that they got killed.
1: I mean, it, it it's, was over the top violence, it's, and it's it was Tarantino. comical.
0: It's Tarantino. I, it, it's him written all over it. But like, I wasn't prepared for what all was going to go down. Uh, I, I, I just thought I thought that they were going to die, and then it was going to go from there. And yep, I completely thought wrong. They, it, it, I, words can't even explain what I uh, just
1: sitting there, they got killed. They, the they whole, all died. The whole, all of Manson's followers died. The,
0: the whole theater was rolling. And, like, there was old couples in there. There was an old couple beside me. They were losing it. Uh, like... <laughs> And Rick Dalton's sitting out in the pool, you know, the entire time. Nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden, that that one girl comes screaming out through there and hits the pool. And then he grabs a flamethrower. And I was just like, oh, my God. What have I just witnessed? So, it, it, it's, it's so over the top for me. But, you know, that's what I expect in Tarantino movies. That's part of it. You know, so... Uh,
1: well, I mean, it was like the Inglorious Bastards, you know. And I was like, at the end, I was like, wait a minute, they just killed Hitler? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is just another alternate universe. His whole, so the,
0: well, you know, it's his whole universe. And I wish I had had it in front of me, but I read a good uh, connect the dots between all the different uh,
1: how all the different movies are connected together. Does they do they include Fox? Was it Fox Force Five, uh, the uh, show that Uma Thurman was on in Bolt Yeah. Was it no. I think it was Fox Force Five, wasn't it? I think so. Um, no. Because it's also mentioned in. Uh, I think it's mentioned in Jackie right. Brown.
0: There's always little, you know, as we've always said, there's always little bits and pieces that connect. There's little, just little threads that connect them, and it's neat to see how he connects, like, you know, the Hateful Eight and Django into these universes, into his universe. So.
1: I guess the only movie that wouldn't really be part of his universe would be Jackie Brown, though, because no, that Brown's was Elmore Leonard.
0: A, and Jackie Brown's included in it, too. I wish I had that Is in it? front of me. Yeah, I'll try to find it. Because that was
1: based yeah. off an Elmore Leonard novel, right, if I'm correct.
0: But, but he always, you know, there's always little tidbits here and there that he includes that makes you say, hey, wait a minute, that was in whatever movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, hmm. Good stuff. So. Let's get down to it. Excuse me. Uh, I still haven't figured out a good ranking system, so we're still just going uh, one to five, five being the best. What would you give this? Three. It's got one to five stars.
1: One to five stars, I get three stars. We'll
0: we'll, We'll work on something catchy down the road.
1: Sure, but I will give it three right now. I'm in the middle of the road about it still. Yeah, the ending was enjoyable, and there are things I did like. But like I said, uh, my feelings watching it was like, when are we get what? You know, how's this all getting tied together? Yes, it got tied together. I've really never felt that way when I was watching um, Tarantino movies. So it's just I don't know. It's different.
0: I'm gonna give it a four, four and a half. I really, I really like this movie. Um, I think. One of my favorite scenes is uh, when um, Sharon Tate uh, is, she, is it? Didn't she go Margot Robbie in that right? Isn't that how she pronounces
1: it? Yes, yeah, Mar- Margot.
0: When she uh, when she goes to the theater and watches her movie, yeah. And you just sit, you know, you watch her just uh, sit there and smile and love seeing the other people enjoying her movie. I don't know why, it's just one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Um, and that's what I like about... And there's more there's more scenes like that. At the end of it, you just feel good, even though you've just seen the most... You know, you just seen a dude attacked by a, a dog and a guy get hit in the face with a can of dog food and that <laughs> girl get her face put through the hearthstone and a girl get burned alive. At the end of the movie... You're happy in his little world that she lived through, you know, that tragedy that happened. Um, I'm going four and a half right now. Uh, real quick before we move on. Did you stay for the stinger at the end? What was it the end? No, I did not. I didn't either. This is where it ties into the rest of his universe. So apparently, and I wish I had stayed. That makes me want to watch it again, actually, even more. Uh, it's nothing major, but at the end it shows Rick Dalton doing a commercial for red apple cigarettes and red apple cigarettes are the cigarettes that everybody smokes in all his movies.
1: Oh, wow. That's awesome.
0: I didn't know it (laughs) because you know, Tarantino, I, I, I don't think there's ever been a stinger at the end of any of his movies. I could be wrong, but I don't remember one. I don't. Um, So I thought that was a neat little thing that I wish I had seen. And you know, there's your, tie in to the rest to these I don't think there was anything else that really stood out to me that tied back to any of his other movies. So that's really good
1: that's pretty cool man. I have to go check or go find that on the internet or something.
0: Great movie. Love it. So from there unfortunately let me check and make sure we have no emails again this week. <laughs> so sad.
1: One day me. someone will email you. I
0: keep telling people, just email me. Email the show. Just email. We want I to answer, We want to answer your questions on the show. It can be about last week's show. It can be about this week's show. It can be about whatever, anything pop culture that you think we might know the answer or that you think you can stump us on or you just want to know what we think about it. Email us. Uh, and somebody's us.
1: asked me about why The Dark Knight uh, is the ironic reason why DC movies suck now. Or we can talk about that next week. So.
0: I'll say... I, my answer to that is... Uh, Save it for next week. Man. You know, Save it for I'll, next week. We can, but my answer for that is uh, Zack Snyder. That, that's, Thanks. that's my answer to... I'm not going to go into this deep dark hole of what I think of most DC movies, although they have changed trajectory a little bit. But um, Zack Snyder, for me, ruined the DC cinematic universe. And it started. We'll talk with, about that. We'll talk about that next week. It started with Man of Steel, and it went from there. Um, the only show I will
1: was, I will argue and show proof that it started with Christopher Nolan. So. Well, dude, we'll talk about it next week, man. You've I'm just heard saying. Uh, you heard it here, so
0: <laughs> send us emails on this or anything. Um, there was some great polls out this week. Uh, Clay has yet to join the Facebook group, even though he That's is correct. officially co-host. So he didn't see the polls that included a poll on which is better, Back to the Future 2 or Back to the Future
1: 3. Three should have won, though, correct? It did not, but you know those people are wrong.
0: What? They're
1: wrong. I mean, people voted in that, Josh.
0: Well, we're not going (laughs) to name names, but you know those people were wrong. We're right.
1: Oh no. So. I don't. I don't. I don't know why anybody wants to like a movie where Biff is in control of the future, and Marty's mom is like all addicted to alcohol and drugs or whatever. It's so dark. It's not fun. These movies are supposed to be fun. It's There's not nothing good, fun about just Part not 2. not a
0: good movie to me. And Cubs win the right. World
1: Series 2015? Ha 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 I'm right. Yeah, whatever.
0: I'm the host. Back to the Future 3 is better than Back to the Future 2. Thank um, you. You know, the only thing I really need to say on this topic is ZZ tops in it. There you go. <laughs> but I will also say they had a freaking time-traveling train. So, you know, the doc made a time-traveling train. There you go. Um, the
1: but how, how could he have done it? How could he have made a train? Just like the same reason why he made a time-traveling Delorean. We had all right? Some, I we don't. Had,
0: but we had some good talk on that one, and then the other polls included... Uh, I completely forgot what the other ones were all of a sudden. But that's okay. We can look. Uh, there was that one. We Oh, there was the... Um, Hotly contested Karate Kid two uh, or three, which is better? Um, and
1: I told you I can't I can't weigh in on it because I've never really watched a Karate Kid movie all the way well, through.
0: That's okay because um, thankfully um, people know what they're talking about and they went with two because three is just about some stupid bonsai trees. I mean, you know, <laughs> who wants to watch somebody yeah. karate chop a bonsai tree to make it look pretty? Three's terrible. Um, We won't even talk about the ones after that, because they're even worse. But um, (laughs) there was that one. We had that. We had now this one will get you nice. You're you're not allowed to go into this one. But um, one of them was simply is Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom good or not? Uh, Mm -mm. It is good. Mm -mm. It is good. Mm So you can you can voice a little bit if you want to,
1: but it's another instance where the second movie is just too dark and it's not fun. And I think most people like Indiana Jones when he's I, punching Nazis.
0: I, for me, I liked I liked that darkness. I think it was different, and I think that's why I like it quite a bit. And, and also, I um that was the first Indiana Jones movie I watched at a the I watched it at the drive-in, so mm-hmm. that. That was pretty big for me, and so it, I put myself, the I put the Crystal
1: Skull above it. No, you, you, <laughs> you, you, <we're, laughs> well, next week we're insane. gonna have a new host.
0: <laughs> that, all I'm gonna say is that's insane, and you know that I'm right on that. So we had Ooh, those two, mm-hmm. which were really good. Um, Karate Kid two won. Uh, <laughs> there was only one vote for Karate Kid three. <laughs> And he shall remain, remain nameless, but I think you know who it was, and he's completely wrong as always. Oh, TouchPal? <laughs> no, I'm not saying any names. <laughs> uh, Temple of Doom uh, got nine thumbs up and two thumbs down, which I respect. Again, I'm not going to argue. I understand why people don't like it that much as the other one.
1: Um, well, I mean, obviously it's going to be Raiders of the Lost Ark, then The Last Crusade, Crystal Skull, and then that one movie this, where they're in India. The
0: one, this is the one that <laughs> everybody's wrong on, though, is um, the Back to the Future 2 or 3 one. There were right. 10 votes for Back to the Future 2 and only 3 for Back to the Future 3. But again, I mean... It doesn't matter what you voted. <laughs> the three that voted for Back to the Future 3 are right, and everybody else is wrong. I'm sorry, but, you know, Back to the Future 2 is terrible. It's what do you not mean there can't be, it's not, it's can't be a time-traveling
1: train? What but, do you mean?
0: Now, there was an interesting one, um, and I didn't really comment too much on it, but Glenn had posted a fun one on which is better, Star Trek, Deep Space Nine, or Babylon 5. I have seen, I've not watched it all, but I have seen uh, quite a few episodes of Star Trek Deep Space Nine that I enjoyed, and honestly, I have never watched an episode of Babylon 5.
1: Ooh, boy, like, yeah. let me tell you about both shows, man. So I think both shows, though, they started out kind of slow, whatever, mm-hmm. but when they were, like, hitting it high, they were hitting it high, man, and especially when with Deep Space Nine, it was the Dominion War or whatever, and then with the uh, Babylon 5, it was against the Shadows, whether the right. Hadar or not that thing, I'm getting mixed up. I'm getting all my Alien Races mixed up with both shows, But, uh, but, dude, when those both were really good, they were really yeah. good.
0: Which one would you which one would you cast for
1: man you know what I'm gonna go back and re-watch them before I say that because I mean that's that was like what 10 15 years ago 20 maybe you can't be
0: no it doesn't work like that you have to vote
1: um I just remember being just so different cool I'm, I'm actually oh, go back on five man okay so i,
0: I John michael against that's that's one of those shows that's on my pile of shame that I've never watched, you know, um, that I wish I had, and I don't think it streams anywhere. If anybody knows of where it streams, email us at rfnpod.podcast1 at gmail.com and let me know so I can watch it. Um, and then the last one was a fun one, which I was surprised that it even got votes. Uh, Isaac posted one on, uh, gremlins or gremlins 2. (laughs)
1: <laughs> gremlins
0: won. Mm. gremlin's won by eighty three percent it was eighty three percent to seventeen percent but I was surprised that gremlin's two got seventeen percent of the vote
1: i think i think that you could compare gremlin's one and gremlin's two to the alien one and aliens alien the first one was very it was just horror right. Mm. I think, you know, there was a little humor to Gremlins 1 that I remember at least, but it was really scary.
0: No, there's quite a bit of funny in the first one, too. The second one, Gremlins was um, a family... Actually, I'm
1: just joking. The comparison with aliens was terrible. I don't exactly know. I was going to try to tie it in, but...
0: I just went on past that and went on to this part because I wasn't really sure where he was going, honestly. (laughs) Thanks. But Gremlins um, was a family... Comedy horror type of movie. Movie. I remember Christmas it, movie. Yes, it, it, Christmas, and it scared me at times when I was a kid. I watched it at the theater, and uh, when Spike, when you first saw Spike and all that stuff was going on, it it legit scared me as a kid. Now, Gremlins 2 was a completely different story. That's straight up slapstick comedy uh, from start to finish. I don't think Gremlins 2 is a terrible movie, but uh, I don't really think it holds a candle to gremlins and again that's just my personal preference on that one so there you go
1: i I agree with you man i agree with you on that
0: now uh if you would like to contest any of our thoughts on this feel free to email us again at rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com we would love to hear your uh, comments we'll take questions Uh, Like I said last week, I want to engage with you guys on the podcast, and I don't know of a better way than that at this moment. Um, I have thought about even doing a live one, but uh, that's just stuff rambling around in my head, so we'll see how it goes. Um, So, that being said, Clay, it's uh, time for, and this is another one I'm still working on. Uh, Right now, it's our recommendations for this week. One thing that you would recommend that people go out and check out this week?
1: Uh, it's actually another podcast. It's The Dollop. Uh, these two comedians. Uh, it's on. I, I listen to it on iTunes, um, or Apple Podcasts. But it is very hilarious. It's just they mainly talk about American history stuff, but the comedians are both very funny. So I would definitely recommend that. They've uh, I've been listening to them a lot at work, and it's it cracked me up. So, cool. I'll have to check that out.
0: Uh, mine this week is I sat down Saturday. I had some free time, and I was like, I'm going to start watching uh, Glow or Hunters. I wasn't sure which one. But I ended up watching um, this other show on Netflix called Woo Warriors. And it is uh, <laughs> it is a it, – it's it's good. Or not Wu Warriors I'm sorry I, I get I've seen way too many of these Asian
1: uh, Wu-Tang Asian Warriors
0: Wu Assassins is the name of this one
1: I think I saw like a little yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, just a little like, well you know how it pops up on Netflix whatever yeah. sorry
0: if you've um, watched any um, Asian Kung Fu uh, it falls right in line with that It's. Uh, but they're in uh, Oregon right well, no no Uh, I thought they were in Oregon. It's it's really good. Or I like it at least. Uh, So, uh, it's about a guy who there's five elementals and he's having to, he is the Wu assassin and he has to stop them, basically. Uh, I'm not going to go and delve too deep into it, but it has uh, one of my favorite actors right now. Um, I'm going to, butcher his name Vern Troyer no Ico U- Uwais <laughs> I'm sure I butchered that and I apologize to him but he is the guy Clay that was in The Raid you remember The Raid
1: ah yes that was, was a the, very fun movie the,
0: he was the main cop in it and, you sure
1: it's not Vern uh, Troyer though
0: I'm sure and uh, <laughs> it's uh, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it quite a bit uh, check it out let me know what you think from there um, and that's that's a wrap this week folks you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there and please make sure and rate us and review us on Apple Podcast I keep wanting to say iTunes but it's now Apple Podcast and we are on Apple Podcast now finally I didn't think I was ever going to get submitted I've been waiting a week and I was like just like what is going on but we're on Apple Podcast we're on google which clay couldn't find but it's out there
1: and because google podcast is terrible go ahead no it's
0: not terrible because we're on it uh (laughs) feature um i'm hosted at podbean i'm going to try to get the link out to it if you want to go to it uh spotify but clay didn't you say you i think you and josh both had problems listening on spotify
1: Spotify just kind of looped. It sounded yeah, like
0: there was a loop. I think Josh said at the same point that you had told me too. It looped. So I don't know what's happening there. I'll see if I can get that fixed for you guys. Um, if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just uh, search for Ramblings from Nowhere and uh, click to join. And we'll and we'll see you there. Um, you can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram at It's at RFN underscore podcast, and I'm doing a terrible job on both of those, and I apologize. I will try to do better. Um, also, don't forget to send us those emails and any questions or comments to RFN.podcast1 at gmail.com. Clay, where can everybody find you at on social media? Uh,
1: sweet jj ones on the Twitters.
0: Yes, if you need to know a Cub score, that's where to go.
1: <laughs> or just...
0: A Cubs rant at this point in time, it seems like. Yes. And uh, you can find me at Jason76Z on Twitter. Um, I've not been on much here lately, but that's because uh, uh, this podcast and trying to get everything going is taking up all my time. Uh, Clay, thanks for joining me this week. Uh, hey, man. I've had fun. Good. Uh, uh, maybe you'll come back next week. Hope. We'll see.
1: Just got to get used to this. It's kind of weird just talking over the internet like this. So,
0: Well, I hope everybody liked it. I thought we did good this week. Um, so until next time, I'm Jason Hall. He's Clay Dodson. And we are
1: out. Bye-bye.